your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Smallman on 101 ESPN, and it is time for Wednesdays with Wayno, brought to you by Chick-fil-A, and our friend Adam Wainwright joins us, as he always does on Wednesday, on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Adam, it's great to have you with us. We missed you last week. How was the, uh, how was your All-Star break? Uh, it was awesome. I had a couple of days to spend with just my wife uh, in Chicago. We went out and hit a couple of really good restaurants, had a had a great time. Then we came home, spent the last two days with my, my little kids. My big kids are at, at camp, Camp Canacuck, having a good time. And so uh, it was interesting. It was a fun time to just have the little ones that don't get a whole lot of just them time. So it was good. It was good time for them, good time for us. When you were a kid, did you go to camp, and how did you like it if you did? I went uh, to lots of sports camps. I went to. I only went to one out of town, like in the mountains camp up in North Carolina one time, and it was it was awesome. I had a great time. You know, you just like where I live in Georgia, you can swim in the lakes, but you kind of always have this thought in your mind that there might be a twelve foot alligator in here. Who knows? <laughs> you know, it's, so it's kind of your parents aren't real keen on the idea of it. You know, um, but. Up there, they're crystal clear water. The only thing is the water's freezing. Like the first time I ever went down a rock slide. You ever seen one of these things? They're natural, like over thousands of years. The water's been traveling down this this rock face, and it's just as slippery as can be. And so people pull off on the side of the road and go down these rock slides. Have you seen those before? I, I have. I walked up one in Jamaica one time. It was really slippery. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's poor planning, Randy. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> so when I went down this thing, probably the water's a little different in Jamaica, but when I went down this thing in North Carolina, you know, there's people there just going in and out like it was no big deal. Well, they must have been polar bears because when I <laughs> slid down this rock into the water, it was an absolute panic attack. It was like the water's like 48 degrees or something like that, which is, I mean, you know, that's like colder than a cold tub. That's freezing, man. So, uh yeah, it was a shock for me, but it, it was fun to get out there and, and swim in the lake and and uh, canoe and raft and all that kind of stuff. I had a great time. That sounds awesome. Well, Adam, the last time we spoke to you, we asked you what to expect out of the Cardinals in the second half, and you said a team that's going to come out hungry and ready to win. And so far we're seeing that. Even before the break, it seemed like there was a different energy around the team when you win the series versus the Giants, split with the Cubs, and then come out in the second half, do the same thing, win the series versus the Giants. We're taping this on Tuesday. You take the game last night versus the Cubs. What's different about this team as opposed to what we saw in June? Well, I mean, I think you're seeing what one main thing is that Goldie has been crushing. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, there's certain parts of your team, the superstars of your team, when they're superstars, your team is just better. I mean, that's just that's just the plain and short of it. I mean, you know, he was not too long ago, Goldie was hitting like 239, 240, 242. You know, and every now and then would pop one, but he's up to 275 with 15 or 16 homers and, you know, 55 RBIs or something like that now. And all of a sudden, you know, our whole team's kind of looking up like, oh, there goes Goldie. Here he goes. And and we haven't seen him and Nolan really tag team yet like they can, like they're going to. Uh, but that's one that's one big thing. But another thing, we've been pitching better. Um, we've certainly been pitching better. Our uh, I think Wade LeBlanc came in and was a real calming presence to our, to our rotation. Saw what Woodford did. Was really solid. Good work. No walks. Six strikeouts. Quality work. Just against the a very dangerous lineup. He went out there and and just did things that didn't didn't look like a rookie at all to me. He, he was in control of this game. He was in control of the count. Kept the ball down. Moved the ball up when he wanted to. Very impressive. So we've had a couple of guys come onto the scene and pitched well. That have helped us a lot. We played some really good defense. And uh, we had a few timely hits. We still haven't scored like we're going to score. I really believe we're going to score better, but. Uh, those timely hits are, are key, and we've been doing that a little bit lately. The Giants are a tough team. You know, they got the best re- record in baseball for a reason. They're they're very deep from top to bottom. They pitch really, really well. That was two great series that we won against them. So we showed that we can be a good team like that. We can beat anybody. Adam Wainwright with us with Carriker and Smallman. And, Adam, we have Greg Amzinger from MLB Network on the show every Thursday morning. And he was telling us last week that Nolan Arenado came up to him on the pur- purple carpet in Denver and uh, whispered in his ear, we're going to play in the wild card game. And, and you veterans, you, you know what's going on. That's, when, when you talk about that with us, when, when Nolan talks about it, when Goldie talks about it, that's not wishful thinking, is it? You guys kind of have a pretty good idea of how good you are. And there's a there's a feeling, you know. There's a, it's sometimes hard to know when you're outside the clubhouse, but it's there's a feeling inside of there that you feel like, all right, we have a good team. We have a we have a couple of guys on this team that not many people can say they have in the middle of their lineup. We have a a couple of very 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 good pitchers about to come off the DL. You know, there's a sense of excitement. You can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? We played just we played pretty good ball early or like played very average early then we played pretty good ball for about a month in in, uh, May then we had a really bad June but for May at the end of May or beginning of May or middle of May whatever it was in May we had the best record in baseball that was us you know that that's that's not a fluke that's that's what we're capable of and that's what we need to get back to so you know we had a bad month month plus for sure I mean no one's denying that we know we did not play to, to the level that we're capable of playing, but we also know that that's behind us and we're moving forward, and we kind of have this excitement level that we didn't have for a while ago. So, Adam, I am watching the broadcast last night on ESPN, and Tim Kirkchin is talking about how he was having a conversation with Harrison Bader, and he asked him, who has the most swag on the team? And he said that Harrison Bader said that he did, that he had the best swag and the best hair. And then Tim Kirkchin also revealed that you said Harrison Bader is the type of guy that wears an $800 shirt that doesn't match, that none of his clothes match. So I wanted to give you the open floor there to comment on his saying that he has the most swag and ask you who has the most swag on the team in your opinion. Okay, so most swag and best swag
flag, completely different thing. <laughs> okay. Most flag, for sure, Harrison Bader, no doubt about it. You know, but he's gonna he's gonna wear some things sometimes that uh, I would walk by, and my eye would never, you know, it would never even be a consideration. Like, uh, you know, he he's the one that buys the the shoes that are that are supposed to look dirty, that are real new, that are but they're supposed to look like they just got out of a dumpster. And he's the one that has like the weird bikey boots that look like uh, like maybe Albus Dumbledore might wear. Uh, <laughs> and he's got always got some kind of like weird like gym shorts things, but they're like really fancy gym shorts apparently that that don't match whatever weird really like holy shirt that looks like it came out of a dumpster that's really expensive and supposed to be like really not. His swag is just so different from my swag, right? Like his, he's got that like, that uh, like really trendy New York kind of swag. I've got the like zero swag going, so it's it's hard for me to be. I'm kind of biased, but the guy who, in my opinion, has the sneakiest good swag on the team is Andrew Miller. He's always got some kind of some kind of outfit on it, like straight out of the that '70s show. Like he's, like he's got like the Ray Bans, and he's got the heavy arm walk, deep shouldered, lean, and like, you know, he he's got like the the sneaky like leather jacket that you're like, dude, that's like the fourth different leather jacket I've seen you wear. He's like got the 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 acid wash blue jean jacket. He's just got all this like all this stuff that like retro stuff. That's I'm like, look at you, dude. That is that is cool right there. Like, I would never wear that, but that's cool. I love that. Adam, what would it take to get you to wear a Harrison Bader-type outfit? Because that's something that I would like to see. Just really shock everybody, and you come out in an outfit that maybe has some competing patterns, shoes that look a little dirty. What would it take for you to try something like that? Yeah, we already have, a, we already have an agreement. If we win the World Series this year... He gets to dress me for the parade. Oh, I love that. So I will, uh, one of the highlights of our life, I will be wearing one of the most ridiculous outfits <laughs> ever, most likely. We, we can't wait but to see. he s- does have good hair now. He's got, he's got great hair. And he's, a, and he's a wonderful person. He really is a great guy. He just dresses, I mean, just like, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum of anything that I would even consider ever, 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 ever. Now, Never. you are a great pregame dugout dancer. Is there anybody that can match you in that regard, in in, in regards to the, the pregame dugout dance? Um, I mean, usually some of our Latinos, they, you know, they get those crazy hips going. They can, they can move it pretty good. Uh, oh, Cafe. Cafe was pretty good at it. Um... Uh, Jake Westbrook was always my partner in crime with that. Him and him and Shane Robinson, because Shane's an excellent dancer. Like Shane can cut a rug like crazy uh, in general. But right now, you know, I I got a couple of guys in there that can that can move it pretty good. Jack Flaherty's a he, he and I got a little thing going. Me and Miles Michaelis have a pretty funny pregame handshake, little dance thingy going on. So there's a couple guys in there keeping it loose for sure. 
Adam, speaking of Jack Flaherty, another thing that Nolan Arenado revealed when he was on the purple carpet is that he used to be the clubhouse DJ, and now Jack Flaherty has taken over the designation of clubhouse DJ. How do you guys determine who gets to be on the ones and twos in the clubhouse? Well, Nolan's interesting because sometimes he is still the DJ, but he'll he'll come in and put something on the on the on the on the stereo or whatever, and then he'll put headphones on and walk out of the room. <laughs> so it's like, all right, did you not want to listen to what you put on, or is that just like you're trying to? I don't know what he's trying to do, create a vibe or something. But uh, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, the music selection in the clubhouse sometimes is like Harrison Vader's outfits for me. Like it's just a little bit on the other end of the spectrum of what I would normally listen to. But you know, we got to keep the boys loose to so whatever they want. Adam, last time we talked to you, we were getting ready for your trivia night that took place when you guys were in Chicago. How did that go? Oh, it was fun. We had a great time. We did the best we could. You know, we uh, had some good questions. There were some St. Louis questions on there that I did not know, unfortunately. I've been here a long time. Didn't know. Didn't know when gooey butter cake was invented. But <laughs> uh, but we did have a good time. We raised a lot of good money for charity, and, and a lot of good things came out. It seemed like everybody had a fun night. So that, that was the goal. Raise some good money. Have everybody have a good time. And, give away some prizes. That was the goal, and that, I think we did a good job. I'm going to guess 2004 World's Fair. I don't know the gooey butter cake answer, but I'm going to go with that. Is that correct? I believe that's right, yep. See? I, the, I can get things now and then. The World's Fair gooey butter cake. I know that the uh, ice cream cone, the waffle cone, right, was invented at the World's Fair. Isn't that true? Yeah. So there you go. World's Fair. Producing a lot of a lot great of things. at the World's Fair. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did a lot of stuff. Okay, Adam, I had one more thing from you that we had heard from someone else that I wanted to get your reaction to. So we had Walt Jockety, former Cardinals and Reds GM, on our station recently. They were on BK, He was on BK and Ferrario, and he was talking about the deal he made to bring you to St. Louis. And for those who don't remember, back in 2003, it was J.D. Drew and Eli Marrero to the Braves in return. Uh, the Cardinals was received Adam Wainwright, you, Jason Marquis, and Ray King. And he was talking about how badly he wanted to get that deal done and that if you weren't in the deal, he wasn't going to make it. Have you ever talked to him about that? Did you know how important it was for Walt Jackety to bring you to St. Louis? I have talked to him about it. That was one of the, the all-time great moments of my life. Um, looking back on it, you know, just understanding how especially didn't believe in me anymore and, and uh, it was good to it was good to get into a situation where people were excited to have me be a part of it I was able to have a fresh start do some new things you know change some of the things I was doing how I was doing them and uh, study under a couple of really pros pros uh, that were at the big league level at the time learned pitching from a, a great guy Dave Duncan and and uh, other other teammates and it was just a great time for me but yeah talking to Walt about that that makes you feel really special, right? I mean, you know, you right when I thought, well, gosh, I don't, you know, I'm not really feeling the love anymore, rightfully so, from the Braves. A team swoops in and says, dude, you are the guy. You are the, the centerpiece for us because we're trading a all-star, an all-star type uh, outfielder to a contending club, we need something great in return, and that was you. That was what Walt told me, and that, that's just, uh, that makes you feel real fired up about going to a new environment. So uh, just I'm blessed and, and praise every minute I've got to have here in St. Louis and thank 
thank you all for getting me over here. And Adam, I think the first time I met you was in that first spring of 2004. Did you wear number 67 in your first spring with the Cardinals? No, I wore number 74. 74, okay. Uh, 74, yeah, or 70 or 74. I think it was 74 and then 70. Uh, might have been even. 74 and then 60 and then and then changed to 50 the next year. I, I, my number changed to 50. I was uh, I was at the Thirsty Turtle down in Jupiter. It has my all-time favorite wings. And I went in there for the first time and I saw uh, Walshie and Rip Rowan and Ernie Moore, our three clubhouse tenants in there. And, and I said, is there any way that I can get less than 60? And they said, well, Julian Tavares just left. Would you like number 50? And I said, I'll take it. And I've been 50 ever since, ever wow. since the Thirsty Turtle. Since the Thirsty Turtle. And now there's an Adam Wainwright logo with number 50. There's a new Wayno hat. And you can get it, by the way, by going to bigleagueimpact.org. I saw it on Instagram, and it looks fantastic. And there's the the Wayno logo in the front. And on the side, there's you with your uh, arms in the air and number 50. It's a really cool cap. pretty neat. I mean, they don't, sometimes they don't even tell me about doing stuff like that because I'm always kind of leery of putting my face or my name or all that stuff. I'm like, people aren't going to want that. And they just kind of, I think they have a better pulse for for what people want and, and all that than I do. It's, uh, it is a good looking hat. If it didn't have my own name on it, I would probably wear it. You know I mean? I, I just can't, <laughs> I can't walk around. I, that'd be like the ultimate kangaroo court fine if you walked around in your own shirt and your own hat all the time. So, uh, but it is good. It, it's and it's and every all the proceeds of that go to Big League Impact so that we can help uh, help serve other people in the community too. Oh, also, I don't know if you're going to talk about this or not, but fantasy football registration is now open. If you want to join us this year for our fantasy football leagues at Big League Impact this year, we're going to do it at at uh, or we're going to we're going to have a, a a big night at Bush Stadium, but we're going to have remote drafts again. But we're going to play fantasy football together with the. With a couple of uh, big league athletes, love to have people join in. They can do that on bigleagueimpact.org. That's great. And I know that's one of your favorite things in the world. It, and fantasy football now, it, it's you have to pay attention to play, but fantasy football is actually pretty easy. We were talking a couple of weeks ago about guys calling you up and trying to get in and get their lineups in. If you pay attention, getting your lineups in and playing is pretty easy. Oh, yeah. And, and people are paying attention. I mean, they, you know, they're... They just uh, they just know that their commissioner is going to get on there and put it on there for them if they don't, you know, which is uh, my fault. I've spoiled these guys. But it is. I mean, you know, like we learned this morning, Cam Akers running back for the Rams tore his, uh, tore his Achilles in practice yesterday. So that's a big that's a big jump. You know, that's a big loss for the Rams. Uh, that's a big loss for fantasy football players. And, and now you got to start, you know, design your team differently and all that. But during a season, you're watching people watch football. You know they're just so in tune to everything that's going on. Uh, it's not hard to. Usually, you're going to have almost your whole lineup in there every week. Nothing's going to be any different. So it's not that hard. No, not at all. Hey, hey, Adam, I want to go back to caps for a second. Leaving obviously your baseball caps out of it. How big is your cap collection, and what's the number one cap in the Adam Wainwright rotation that you wear on a regular basis? Like when you're out working in the garden, or fishing, or golfing, or whatever. Well, if you looked at my hat collection, you would see, well, there's two different piles, right? There's a, 
There's a golf hat pile. Then I get one from most of the really nice courses we play at. I've, I've got a few from those. But then there's the camo hat pile. And I've probably got about 150 different camo hats uh, that people just, you know, they give me, they send me, they see me wear a camo hat. Like, hey, check this one out. Here's the new camo hat. So, I, you know, I'm constantly giving out camo hats left and right. Um, but the one I wear every day, it's it kind of looks like a – you wouldn't even know it, really, if you looked at it. It's 2530. It says 2535. It's got a cross down the middle of it. And 2535 is the name of my wife and us. Like family foundation, kind of where we give our a lot of our giving out of and stuff, um, and it's uh, it's it's based on Matthew twenty five thirty five that says, "When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was in prison, you visited me." And and the reason for all of that is, whatever you've done for the least of those, you've also done for me. That's Jesus speaking. He's saying, if you go out and you feed the hungry, you you give water to the people who don't have clean water. You you give medicine. You go visit people. When you do that for other people, you're doing that for me. That, that, so I take that very seriously. So we named our family foundation because those are the things that really hit home to us anyways. We named it 2535, and uh, that's the hat I wear every day. We will watch that cap closely. Adam, you're the best. Thanks so much. I know you enjoy pitching against the Cubs at Bush Stadium. Have fun pitching against them in this series, and uh, we will talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's our friend Adam Wainwright. And again, that interview was recorded yesterday because Adam is pitching today. We want you to know that because it would have been a much more somber uh, conversation, I'm sure, had uh, we done it live this morning. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Need a gift idea for the outdoor adventure in your life? Shop the Allbirds Mizzle Collection, made with water-repellent puddle guard technology and ZQ-certified merino wool with a low environmental impact. It's a natural fit for winter runs. And Allbirds offsets the carbon footprint to make their mizzle collection carbon neutral, so you can take comfort in treading lighter. Get on their nice list this year with the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com.